1: I wish I could be one of those people that could just control their emotions better. (laughs) I'm kind of envious of those people that can just like shove down their feelings, especially men, right? Like I look at other guys, I'm like, damn, that must be nice just to like not show your emotions. (laughs) Uh, I've never been that kind of person. And so I'm warning you going into this episode, I'm not quite sure what we're going to get. I'm not really... 100% Hundred percent sure what we're going to be able to get out or get accomplished today, but we're going to give it our best shot. Mainly because I need to figure out if I can go back on the radio show tomorrow. Or no. <laughs> um, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Going to be a different episode than other episodes we've you know you're typically used to. If you're new to this, if you haven't been here in a while, this is a daily podcast that I do with my mom, and we have uh, we have three principles in our show, which is live, laugh, love your mom. Which means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom and. Today is going to be a lot more of the live part than the laugh part, I'm assuming. Um, and I guess we should welcome you, Mom, to the show. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Um, I, oh man, I don't even really know where to start with this episode, honestly. Uh, it's been a long, long day and a half. Um, I think I want to start with like, it's amazing with how many people will show up for you mm-hmm. uh, when you're going through some shit. And there's a lot of things I hate about being on the radio, honestly. I really, like, the, the job is extremely inconvenient in a lot of ways. The moving, the hours, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Um, but what I've always loved are these, like, communities that we've built of awesome people. And that's exactly why I continue to do this job forever. (laughs) It feels Mm -hmm. like 20 years now because I have always appreciated the amount of community support that comes with this job. It's Mm -hmm. not really about like the fame anymore. Back in the day, the radio DJ was like the coolest guy in town, (laughs) you know, um, that that I am not anymore. we are not, but we still are uh, still are able to really build and communities that are really, really special. and I will always be thankful for for you, for you, uh, no matter what I've gone through. it's like you've been there, and it's just absolutely incredible. Um, I think that the amount of people that showed up from Maryland was really surprising. Sometimes I wonder if, I mean, I I see our ratings, but like, I always wonder if anybody's listening (laughs) or cares and, you know, hundreds and hundreds of comments on the post about Kiki. And it's just been a real, uh, really, it's just everybody. I mean, people that haven't, you know, listened to me 15 years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you still care about my dog. It's like, Hmm. It's crazy. So before we get into everything, I thought the best way for me to do this episode is going to be for me to put our commercials up front today.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: that's okay with you, because I don't know how emotional this is going to get. I don't think BetterHelp wants me to read their... Commercials while I'm crying, uh, so I thought we would just do a couple commercials. If that's cool with you, and then we'll get back into the episode. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, and I'm so thankful for BetterHelp. I got a session tonight, and uh, it's not just when you're going through crises. It's really more about self-discovery as well. That's really what I've used it for. Recently, post divorce has been more of a learning more about myself. You know, learning more about uh, the ways I act in relationships and. Healing and stuff like that's been a really awesome tool, and I highly recommend you know therapy to you. And BetterHelp is such an easy tool to have, and uh, I hope that you'll, when the time is right, you'll always know you'll know when it's right. uh It's you know you'll, you'll give it a try, and it's entirely online. It's designated to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, so you can just really you schedule your own sessions online. You hop on there, you talk to your therapist, you can chat with them. 24 7 it's awesome uh, and you just got to fill out a brief questionnaire and then you'll get matched with a licensed therapist discover your potential with better help visit betterhelp.com slash kramer today to get 10 off your first month that's BetterHelp help slash kramer today's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at athletic greens ag1 AG1 is an awesome powder to start your day with. If you have not tried AG1 before, I hope you will consider doing it. It's a powder you take every single morning, put it down with some water, super easy. You don't have time to keep up with all these vitamins sometimes, I understand. You, and you also don't know, don't know what you need for your body. This is like an all-around 100% easy way to get so many good things. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and to start your day out, right? Uh, It's great for you, anything from your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all the things it is good for. I started taking AG1 because I was having some digestion issues, if you will, (laughs) and uh, it's really made it a non-issue. Right. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Paired. Paired is an awesome app that you can try uh, right now. If you're in a relationship, this is a way for you to connect with your partner every single day through games and fun and questions and you don't sit here, mom. I mean, you, you and dad were on paired. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you loved it.
0: huh. We had fun with it.
1: It's yeah, every, Even
0: after 51 years, it's amazing what you don't know.
1: <laughs> you can literally, it's every day. Basically what happens is you download the app paired and then you can uh, connect with your partner. I mean, you, you guys both download it, you connect with it and uh, you connect your two phones and then every day it sends you questions or you play games and it's just a better way to connect. It's like things you wouldn't think to ask or just stay connected. Like research has shown that this is the, the everyday little interactions like this are really what it takes to, you know, keep a relationship connected. And so this is the way, like if you, if you're the kind of person sitting there right now saying like, Oh my gosh, it's been, you know, I haven't really had a, had a deep conversation with, you know, my partner all week or something like this is, like this is the tool. This is what you need. So it doesn't matter if you've been together for, you know, a short amount of time or even a long term relationship, it's a really great way for you to do, for you to stay connected. So I want you to try it, see what you think. Seven day free trial and then 25% off your subscription if you decide to join. P A I R E D, P A I R E D dot com slash Kramer, paired dot com slash Kramer and find out more about paired and see what you think. So Kiki passed away on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. um it was it's hard to say that mm-hmm. it's still really emotional um i it's funny because it's if you listened to this podcast for a long time you know this has not been <laughs> a you know a, no no this has been no big surprise to me um, kiki had had a heart condition now for four and a half years and um I don't know if it made it any easier though, Mm. I guess. Yeah. I thought maybe I, it would feel easier Mm -hmm. because you saw it coming. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, With Wiggy, my other Chihuahua, it was a pretty, uh, I mean, it it was within weeks, but like with Kiki, like I've known for four and a half years this is going to be the mortality. This is how it was going to go. Right. Like, Mm. And I guess in my head I was hoping, and like I've seen the warning signs coming. Even the doctor told me that she maybe, the heart doctor said she probably had three to six months left, and that was in January. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not even like I was blindsided by it. Um, it's crazy because the day she got back from the doctor, that doctor's visit, is when things started going downhill, and I'm not quite sure. I don't know what happened. Honestly, I don't know. You know, she had sl- uh, I had increased her medications. And that's when she started to slow down on her eating. And so I was like, eh, and she's the vomiting started and mom, that's when her nose rash had started, right? Mm-hmm. Kiki got this, this nose rash. And so we were just trying to figure out like what was happening because there's like so many different things. And so we, we dropped down her medication and then I treated her nose rash and she was still vomiting after that. So then I took her to the vet and they were like, well, she has an infection and she's also anemic. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's it, right? Maybe mm-hmm. if I can just treat her for those two things, then maybe that will be able to be our, our issue. I just, I kept seeing so many different avenues of like, oh, maybe this is it. And I got it. I treated her for so many things there at the end, you know. Oh, um, yeah.
0: It's hard to know. If yeah, I don't really, The side effects of the medication or if it was, her body, you know?
1: I, it was just so, so many things. And the nose Too thing was confusing. happening. And then, then this, apparently she has another infection after we cleared that one uh, up. It was just kind of uh-huh. like, damn, like there's so many things happening to her little body right now. So I just don't even know any of these, you know. And, and I'm giving her – at the same time, though, I'm giving her – I was taking her to the vet like every other week to get uh, anti-nausea shot. Mm-hmm. So she was taking a shot every – probably we did that twice mm-hmm. to help hopefully settle her stomach because there at the end, like she was just, she was like vomiting up her food probably 70% of the time, but it wasn't consistent. Right.
0: Right. And
1: like, she had a, she still had a interest in food. Mm -hmm. And so to me with Wiggy, my mother Chihuahua, what happened was she just want, you know, she just stopped eating. Like she didn't show interest in food. Mm -hmm. Kiki still showed interest. Mm -hmm. Um, but then she would eat and she would throw it up and so it was just kind of like damn it like what like what is causing this like what is this making like what, what is making so i i you know as this super thorough dog dad was just kind of anxiously trying to find the solution mm-hmm. of what's making this vomit like if this maybe if i can just clear this infection up mm-hmm. This nose thing. Maybe it's, maybe it's this nose thing, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. well, first of all, maybe it's it's the medication increase. Let me let me drop that back down mm-hmm. and let me see if I can, you know. Oh, now we got a nose rash. Well, maybe it's a nose rash is why. There's something weird going on there. Let me clear that up. Okay, let's well, clear it up now. She's still not eating. Let me take her to the bed. Oh, she, now she's got some other kind of infection. Let's treat her for that. Oh, wait, she's anemic. Maybe that's why she's been mm-hmm. so lethargic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, just so reaching for everything. Hard. Yes. So that's really been the last god the last month of Kiki's life,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: Mm-hmm. So to really tell the story of Kiki, I feel like we got to go from the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I don't know if anyone's been through this before, but maybe you can relate to this where like I didn't I didn't really want Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> Because what I found in so many things in my life is some of the things that I've resisted the hardest. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even, I didn't really resist her that hard. I just, I, I really, what, what I was looking for was a replacement for uh, another Chihuahua named Rue. Rue was my ex-wife's first dog. And Rue was a white uh, Chihuahua. And Kiki was a black Chihuahua. And I was like, I kind of want to get like a white Chihuahua again, right? Mm -hmm. But my ex-wife had seen Kiki and her brother. And she was like, I really want to get this one. I'm like, no, like, I just don't feel like it's right. I'm not, I don't think so. Like, I don't, you know, t- typical me. Let me find a million <laughs> reasons of why we shouldn't do this, you know? <laughs> and uh, so we did shortly after I got married. We got, we got Kiki and she was a terror. Dear God, she was a terror. Mommy, you remember the early days of Kiki? I
0: do. I Lord. do. Oh my God, she had so much energy. She was so crazy.
1: She just that dog. <laughs> that dog almost killed me. She
0: was everywhere.
1: <laughs> she's so little, right? Like you, you can imagine. And she's a tiny little Chihuahua. Always picking dog, on Wiggy. She would always <laughs> pick on her sister. She'd always pick on me. <laughs> she would always pick on like literally everybody. Like she would just she would just a nuisance. And her favorite thing in the world to do is when she kind of like got her sea legs because i got her eight weeks or 10 weeks or something she was a baby
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh what well, her favorite thing to do would be to run up the stairs <laughs> and then the problem is she'd want to run down the stairs Right. <laughs> but
0: With she didn't realize that, like
1: she didn't realize like you can't do that <laughs> like you can't just run downstairs when you're three pounds And so every day <laughs> Every day, this damn dog <laughs> would just like f- you like hear it. It was like almost like clockwork, where like you hear her run up the stairs and you're like, Here it comes, and I'm, like, boom, 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 <laughs> like, like falling. She probably fell down the stairs 50 times. How she survived that, like, I don't know how this dog lived to be 14 and a half. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so. She was she was a terror, man. She was just she would always climb out of her crate and like, gosh, she was. This is what I always tell people when they're like, "I want to get a puppy." I'm like, "No, you don't."
0: I promise you. Everyone's like,
1: "Oh, they're so cute," and they are so cute. But I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, like, she's just she would always (laughs) climb out of her crate every (laughs) night. She'd be climbing out of her crate, you know, just doing puppy stuff. (laughs) I remember the first time she ever slept. This is not even the first time, but for years when she would sleep in the bed with me and my ex wife is she didn't understand that like the bed had an end or she didn't really know where to come out of. No. And so if she, if she came out of the top of the, of the, the comforter, obviously she would, she'd sleep underneath the comforter. Uh-huh. She came out, you know, uh, uh, where the head was then like, that's fine. But she didn't really realize that if she went out from the side, she'd fall off the side of the bed. Oh, so geez. I can't tell you how many times that damn dog fell off the side of the bed <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again. And
0: couldn't get back up by herself.
1: Uh-uh. Oh, but we had to wake up uh-huh. and get her, put her back up. Probably, three or four times a night it was just <laughs> she's just a cute little dog um, and yeah she you know started growing up and literally had every weird health condition under the sun mm-hmm. she had a hysterical pregnancy I probably, you probably never heard of this before but that was so weird where all of a sudden when we moved to Tampa um, she was like hoarding all of her toys and like staying in her crate we used to put her in a crate every night and this is after she fell off the of bed probably for the 50th time. We realized that it wasn't going to work out for us. So she had a hysteria. She was like hoarding all of her toys and like just like staying in the back of the crate. We tried to like grab for her, like to pull her out. She had start growling at us. This is so not like her. And we took her to the vet. And because she hadn't been fixed yet at that point, uh, they told us that she really, like she was getting the chemicals of a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Because she wasn't spayed. Spayed or neutered? Mm-hmm. Spayed. Whichever one. Mm-hmm. Um so it was crazy. It was like she, that was such a weird, crazy thing. She just, she, uh, the vet was like, it doesn't happen all the time, but this is, you know, I'm pretty sure this is exactly what's happening right now. So that was bizarre. She had some weird mouth. She, she had this weird bump show up on her face at one point. We didn't know where that came from. Poor Kiki had more digestive issues. I can't oh, tell you how yeah. long I had oh. to change foods over. Yeah, and, that dog ate that one hat. thing that wasn't that prescription, that expensive prescription oh, food. God. I swear to you. Yes. If a piece of a chip fell on the floor, and trust <laughs> me, she was the kind of dog too. I'm sure your dog is like this if you have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would seek that thing out so fast,
0: every morsel, mm-hmm. and
1: even the tiniest thing that wasn't her prescription food. Like you know, you're going to get two days of diarrhea. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Like it's over. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely so. Kiki was not. Uh, <laughs> Kiki was not the <laughs> most low maintenance of uh, <laughs> of creatures, you know. And then, really, Kiki and I. I mean, I always Felt a very strong connection to Kiki. Um, I always felt like if I was a dog, I'd probably be like Kiki. She was kind of scared of everything and <laughs> super sweet, and had stomach issues. And when I was going through all my stomach issues, so was she. And um, it was right after, shortly after my—I guess it would have been August of 2018. I remember I came home. Uh, this is, and keep in mind, this is you know my—was it August or maybe it was before? It was summer of eighteen. Like shortly after my ex-wife had left. And all of a sudden, Kiki starts doing this weird breathing thing. And I knew the breathing thing because my first, our uh, Rue, who was the, mm-hmm. you know, the white chihuahua that we mm-hmm. originally had, died, he died really young. He died at like eight or nine mm-hmm. uh, because he had this, he had a heart condition. But if we remember, I remembered immediately, like, that's the same sound that he made. I knew it immediately. And so I took her to the emergency vet. And yeah, Kiki was also having congestive heart failure, mm. and that sucked. It was such a hard time because there were so many things going on. I was going through, Wiggy had just died, and then you know, my ex-wife had left, and then um, she, uh, and then Kiki, shortly after, Kiki, you know, went and uh, got diagnosed with heart failure. And I mean, I've told this story a hundred times, but I'll say it one more time, which is, you know, they, they gave her 18 months that's mm-hmm. like usually we, we get about 18 months out of them mm-hmm. once we get them on this medication. And that was really sad for me, man. I was really emotional about that because Kiki was like it, mm-hmm. you know, like that was,
0: yeah that's what I had left. Your, yeah. Right. You she know, was your sole companion at that point.
1: That was it. That was my, mm-hmm. you know, she's the only thing I had stable left mm-hmm. my job at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I lost that too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it was really – like, Kiki and I bonded really – we were close. We were definitely close before. But I think after Wiggy died and then my ex-wife left, Mm -hmm. like, we just – it was like me and her, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it kind of changed our dynamic. And I really, like, found a whole new level of comfort in Kiki. Mm -hmm. And then, of course – Right when things seem like maybe they're getting a little smoother, what happens? Well, you get fired from the job, and then we go into COVID, and then we move to Maryland. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that was 2020 was such a wild year for me and Kiki because it was just like, well, poor Kiki's on all these medications that make her pee, and I'm making oh, this poor that dog fly. Such a hard fly, trip, for her. Such a oh, hard trip man! I was I felt so bad because oh. I had to. You know, this poor dog, so she's on all these medications mm. for her heart, right? Mm-hmm. And they make her pee. Mm-hmm. And they, um, mm-hmm. uh, she has to be on a, fl- a flight from California to Maryland mm-hmm. for what, five hours, four hours, five hours. And a <laughs> poor dog was like just covered in pee. And mm-hmm. then we lived in a the hotel. Then we lived in the hotel. Poor Hiki was living in the hotel with me for. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks mm-hmm. and then we found this place and we moved in here and she hated it. God, every <laughs> night she just remember that mom for a while. Yes. She was just every night. Yeah. She would just bark and howl and yes. cry by the door. And I don't really know what she wanted. We never really could like figure that out. She just mm-hmm. couldn't get settled here mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, but eventually things eased out and you know, her prognosis looked decent. Mm-hmm for a long time you know yeah. actually at one point because okay keep in mind when you love your dog and you're a crazy dog person you take them to all these specialists right and to go to the dog cardiologist <laughs> to go to the dog dog cardiologist was anywhere between the eight hundred and a thousand dollars a visit <laughs> and luckily I had pet insurance which I shouldn't have had because she had a pre-existing pre-existing con- condition why they didn't flag that. I don't know, but thank God they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, uh, things it, it's one point at one point, they actually, her heart prognosis got better. Like, I remember that we, I went back for a second visit uh, and they were like, this is actually improved uh, from the last time and this you gotta remember too that this was shortly after we had we had a point where kiki was doing okay i wasn't this was like during covid and everything so i wasn't taking her to the, to the um cardiologist i didn't have a new cardiologist here yet from california and remember the day that she just fainted on me
0: yes oh my that god was that was so scary
1: such a scary day
0: mm-hmm.
1: where she you know just passed out passed out and that was that it was just oh. like damn like that was I was really
0: mm.
1: just literally walking her and she just like fell over to the side. I remember her little legs just gave out. It was like mm. so, so scary. Um, and that's when we started going back to the cardiologist and, you know, got on meds and things were looking better there for a while. And that was really looking hopeful. And I guess I just at this point, like this is and any dog parent. I know you can relate to this. They're just your kids.
0: They are. They're like your family. You love yeah. them like your children. You do.
1: She was just my baby, you know? Mm. Like, and so I, yeah, $1,000, I mean, it sucked, but,
0: mm.
1: you know, it's, I, I don't feel like I had a choice. Right. <laughs> it wasn't even like a, should I do it? Should I, this is expensive. Should I pay for this or not? You know, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't even like a question. It was like, well, yeah, this is just what we have to do. Mm-hmm. So now we'll pick up from, you know, the beginning of this year. Went to Mexico, got back, started having a really hard time. Took Kiki to the vet shortly after Mexico. Was it before or after Mexico? I don't remember. It doesn't matter.
0: She was having trouble before you left because you kept debating about leaving her and you were really glad you had that vet tech
1: yeah. that
0: could stay with her, that knew so how to care for So basically beginning her.
1: of the year, yeah, the beginning of the year, she just started to, just things just started to get a little funky. Like we mm-hmm. talked about at the beginning of the podcast, things just got a little... And then it was kind of like thing after thing after thing. It was just bizarre. Like how many things were kind of hitting her all at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, this is the part that's going to be hard. <laughs> because I knew that like, I knew that like, we we talked about this in the podcast for weeks, like she was slowing down. Mm-hmm. But Again, my hope was, all right, even though, even though I know her heart condition is getting worse, like maybe it's anything else,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's, you know, whatever.
0: We always hope against hope.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you really want to give, I mean, I just couldn't, I couldn't. Put her down, right? Just because you know, just because she was walking slower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what my mom and I talked about when she came out. It was like, I can't just can't put her down because she's eating less food. Like, I just <laughs> can't. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't have a reason to right now. Like, I need something, mm-hmm. and. But, like, I knew, like, I was just, I was just, kind of, every day I'd wake up and I, I'd look at her and I'd be like, damn it, like, I just need, like, something. Right. But then I just kept trying to fight it. With that logic of, like, okay, let's just try this and let's try this and let's try this. And she didn't seem like, she, I mean, she wasn't, like, living her best life. But she was okay, you know, like. Mm-hmm until the vomiting started and then just kind of got tricky. But I, I kept thinking I can beat this. I can beat this. Like I know there's an answer to this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's gotta be an answer to why she's vomiting and all these infections and everything else. And, you know, I, I had the week before I had called, uh, at, I had talked to the vet the week before about euthanasia and just the kind of the procedure of how it looked. I'd actually hit, Um, as of, God, what day was that? It was probably Friday. It was, it was during Radiothon. So it was Friday, last Friday, a week from tomorrow, a week prior to, you know, tomorrow. Um, I had called an at-home euthanasia place. I emailed with them and then kind of got some idea of how it worked and everything. Cause I was just like, I don't know, man. (sighs) Just feel like she's slowing down, but like. I just don't have like a sure shot. I just didn't feel confident with it. Right. I don't feel good about like doing it. And, you know, I told you, I talked to that woman who's like a, I don't, know, I don't want to call her pet psychic, but whatever lack, it is that she lack does. lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, one thing, because Kiki had really gotten bad. It was just like, it was just not looking good on maybe 30, it was probably, it was probably actually, I know exactly. It was, it was after the first night of Radiothon. Mm-hmm. You know, this is when I'm having to like syringe her medicine, like yeah. crush up her pills and like, but I'm like, it's okay. Because once I figure out this vomiting thing, like she'll be able to take her pills again. But so I'm just going to do this for the time being. Mm-hmm. And I'm like having to like crush all of her pills up. And at this point, y'all, she's on like seven pills. -hmm. There's a vomiting one. There's an appetite increasing thing. There's the, you know, an infection. I'm having to put, she had two extra types of drops I had to put in her food. It was just like.
0: Mm, It was a lot. Crazy
1: crazy messy there towards the end mm-hmm. but i was like i'm gonna do this because in my back of my head i'm like this is only temporary you know mm-hmm. like these drops one of the drops is for her and uh anemia and one of these drops is for her infection so like when this all clears up then like she'll be back to normal
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i also knew she was like really slowing down so i was like let me let me talk to these you know these options of euthanasia and get an idea and i talked talk to that again, that woman that was a, we had on the show, and I forgot I don't know why I'm forgetting her name right now. Oh Danielle? No. Oh, I forget her name. I'm so bad with names. Anyway, um, she, you know, she messaged me and she was like, hey, you know, I'm just thinking of you. She's like, I would just, why don't you have a conversation with Kiki? Mm-hmm. And I did. That, that Thursday, I had a conversation with, I literally like picked her up and I held her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I told her, I'm like, listen, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm waiting on you. Like, I need a sign. Because I don't want to do this. I don't want to put you down. Unless, like, you're ready to go. And I looked in her eyes and Shared some of my favorite memories with her. Just told her how special she was to me and thanked her for everything. We talked for probably, I don't know, 30 minutes. And I was really thankful I had that conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Me too. I just felt like it was closure I guess in a sense even though I didn't really know it was going to be closure at that point but it was just like a mm-hmm. I got everything off my chest and mm-hmm. what I was really weighing up against was I knew that I had to be there for Radiothon mm-hmm. so like Radiothon was really hard because I'm having to go back and forth all day to like mm-hmm. take care of Kiki and then back over to the children's hospital which is really emotional right and I knew that it was really important. Like I was really going to try to get through Monday's show. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I didn't know I was going to be able to, I was, I don't know. I didn't know how the weekend was going to go, but I was like, I really need to get through Monday's show because I need to be able to like give the radiothon total to every, you know, that's, that's like mm-hmm. a big, it's like a big thing. Like yeah, 34 course. years. The tradition is the Monday to come in. It's like, so if I can just get through Monday, mm-hmm. um, You know, maybe I can make some decisions, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to. And this weekend, the weekend was interesting. It was like, God, there were moments like she would, she, I could like, she that came out, like sat in the sun and like Mm -hmm. sat with me and like, she perked up. There's points where she was eating without vomiting. And so that made me feel positive. Like, okay, maybe this, you know, this is, and then like, you know, that was one meal time. The next time she would eat and she would vomit. The next time she would eat and wouldn't vomit. It was just like, oh God, like there was no consistency of her, of her feelings. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: she wasn't down all day. She wasn't up all day. She was just mm-hmm. kind of this weird. It's like every, every hour was like, or maybe every half a day was kind of like this, this hope. And then like this discouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got through, you know, I, I actually I was thinking Sunday, Saturday was, was like that. And Sunday it was like, God, cause the, the at home euthanasia place was, uh, Oh, they only worked, they didn't work on Saturdays. They only worked, um, Sunday through Friday. Mm -hmm. So Sunday came around. I was like, man, maybe I should just, I should just do it. But no, like she's doing okay right now. Let me just get through radiothon and then I can make some decisions. Right. So (laughs) radiothon hit and then, you know, you know, I mean, listen, I promise you, if you're ever in this situation, you can, you can give yourself a million excuses to not do it. Mm -hmm. And you will. <laughs> yeah. Because even with Wiggy, like we tried everything. Right. You know?
0: Because mm-hmm. you want to. Right. You don't want to say goodbye.
1: You want to, you want to like believe that like there's still time. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem fair. Mm-hmm. Why are their lives so short? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I Monday I didn't, I didn't, didn't do it. I was still thinking about it. You know, I just actually, actually what gave me hope was that what I found out was that Kiki was so funny. Kiki never missed an opportunity to eat a, a treat <laughs> like that dog. <laughs> it was like, she she knew our routine. Our routine at night was to go go outside, and then she'd come in, and she'd get a treat for going outside, right? <laughs> and so that dog never missed a treat. What was so funny is towards the end, like she would eat a treat, and she would – um, and that's what she would eat. She would eat her treats. She would never turn – even though when she was vomiting, like she would eat her treats, and she could eat her treats just fine. <laughs> like she she didn't vomit her treats up or anything it was really bizarre mm-hmm. how she would do that <laughs> um I think this dog would never and at night y'all when she come up here after the walks like she would not let me go to bed <laughs> she literally would not let me go to bed uh, like if i missed her if i missed giving her a treat mm-hmm. crying barking like <laughs> hey treat <laughs> <laughs> you know, what so towards the end, it was funny. It was the only thing that she could really digest was treats. So, so then, so Monday, that's actually what it was, was Monday. I, I wanted to, um, I was like, well, maybe like if I change her food to like the dry food, maybe the wet food is just irritating her stomach right now. And so I called the vet and they were like, yeah, we can switch her food over to dry food and let's, uh, they were going to try a different medication for her vomiting and see if maybe that was some type of, uh, infection. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of gave me another glimpse of hope, right? Like, okay, we have something else to try now. Mm-hmm. so I filled her prescription. I went to go pick it up. Um, I had to pick up actually it was two different prescriptions. I went to the vet and I called in her food order at PetSmart. And, um, the plan was on Tuesday was that I was going to go to PetSmart. I'll go to, um, CVS and get her new prescription for vomiting. And I was going to go to PetSmart and pick up her, her hard food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Tuesday, I woke up and, I didn't usually say goodbye to her in the morning
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because she was so tired. Like she, she would, at, at, at best I would get her eyes opening and looking at me. So mm-hmm. it was some days I'd say goodbye to her. Some, most of the days I wouldn't. I just knew she was tired. I wish I god, I wish I would have said goodbye to her that day, but I didn't.
0: Oh. <sighs> you said goodbye before, honey.
1: Yeah. I wish I would, you know, mm. if you only knew it was the day, And I got off of work. Stopped at CVS to get her new medication, which would have been her eighth or ninth medication. And when I got home, she was just laying in her bed. And her eyes were mostly open. She was kind of stretched out, and uh, her mouth was open, and uh, she was gone.
0: What a beautiful way to go, though. Just go to sleep.
1: Just her little heart just stop beating. Did, I, I don't think she was in distress. I don't think that she was mm-hmm. hurting or you know any more than she was. But I didn't have any signs that she was. Mm-mm. And it wasn't like she was. I mean, she was in her bed, you know, mm-hmm. like this is where she was, right by the fireplace, which mm-hmm. she loved. Even like the little bit of pilot light gave her just some more. And she loved that. <laughs> and. Um, it was hard. It was hard. And. I got a chance to like. I knew it was just. Her, it was weird because like. Like I knew it was like. Just her body. It was weird. It was like, mm. it was almost like she had left, like mm. the real Kiki had left. <laughs> had. And like she left like her, her skin suit, you know? Yeah. That's right. It Didn't really feel like real. Mm. It didn't even like seem like, oh, Kiki's dead. It's like, oh, Kiki's not here anymore. Right. And like, here's the, here's the body she left behind. It was very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I got a chance to like, Hold her. Mm. <sighs> she was still warm, mm. so I knew it hadn't been that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and just again, just pet her and tell her that I loved her. I know it's just her body, but there was just something about like having a moment of closure.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: <sighs> and then I wrapped her up in the blanket. And I took her to the vet passed her off to them to go get cremated. Mm-hmm. It's hard, y'all. It's hard. It is hard. I don't think that, like, If you're not a pet person, I don't think you can ever understand the bond you have with these. And I've never felt this before. Mm -hmm. This was like my biggest fear the last couple of years is this feeling. Yeah. Because I knew it was going to be really hard. Yeah, such a big loss. There's some animals you connect with more so than I've had animals my whole life, you know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's some animals you connect with differently. And Kiki and I just had this bond. That I can't Mm -hmm. really describe, can't really put it into words. Mm -hmm. I can just say that, like, she just felt like she was family.
0: Yeah. She's a part of you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, she felt like she was like a brother or sister or like a child. It was weird. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't really describe it. Mm -hmm. But I always just felt very connected to Kiki, and I feel like she felt very connected to me.
0: Yes. Very much so. It's very obvious that the two of you had a really beautiful soul connection. And that's wonderful. And that's what's so wonderful about dogs and, well, pets. I'm sure it's the same with cats, if you have cats, is that, you know, they become such a part of your life. And they really, they love you at such a depth of understanding and compassion and unconditional love. Yeah. That um, that connection is just really very special. Very special.
1: It just makes you wonder, like, will you ever have a connection like that again with a pet? I don't know. I don't know that I ever will, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm almost scared to even like, think about getting another pet because that relationship was so special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I miss her like absolute crazy. Of course. It's really hard to like – I didn't go to work yesterday. Mm-hmm. And just to like walk past like where she lays, mm-hmm. you know, like where her bed was. Mm-hmm. And now I've got flowers there and I've got her little paw prints. <laughs> we we'll are able to get little paw prints of her. And mm-hmm. like uh, her blanket mom you've got to say like Kiki's there now. And like mm-hmm. it's like a little shrine. Mm-hmm. A picture that Perky Prince did. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just miss her. I miss her like crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She'll
1: always be a part of you. Like, I know, I know she's better off now. Mm-hmm. I know that she's, I know she had struggled. I really do feel like she held on for me.
0: Of course.
1: I feel like there's some weird universal stuff of like, because just the way that my, the first, <laughs> these first couple of months of the year is gone, like I said, it's just, it's felt like a shift. Yeah. And I feel like Kiki was there
0: mm-hmm.
1: to like get me through that shift. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely.
1: I don't know. I'm making this up at this point. I don't know, but
0: no, I don't think so.
1: Just the way that everything is like moved. Mm-hmm. The first these God the 2023 has been just a shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she I'm feels just,
0: that. I think she felt like you were getting stronger and had your feet more on the ground, and that you would be okay. And I think it's beautiful that um, you had that time with her and gave her permission to leave, because I know that happens a lot with humans. Yeah. That we need to tell our loved ones that it's okay. That it's okay to go. Yeah. Um, And I I know they hear it and they sense it, and and they feel it and, it and it's a release of this spirit to know that you're yeah. going to be okay.
1: <sighs> Mom, I called you and you were, you were way more emotional than I thought you were oh. going to be.
0: Yeah. I don't know. You know, we've been preparing for this for months and when I left Baltimore a month or so ago, I mean, I knew I'd never see Kiki again. I, you know, took time to say goodbye to her before I left and, to thank her for loving you and for being such a wonderful dog and but yeah you're never ready for it you're never ready for it no matter no matter how long it goes on or how prepared you think you are when that moment comes it's always a shock it's always yeah. just a shock
1: yeah so it's hard man it's tough Just going through it, you know. I'm probably crying (laughs) every 15 minutes. It's just like, damn, man, sad. Yeah. This one was tough. Wiki was hard. Rue was hard. Molly was hard. Whiskers was hard. (laughs) But Kiki was very, very challenging. So I'll tell you, I want to tell you a couple things in hindsight. Now that I'm on this side of it, is. You know, it's crazy because I have obviously spent a lot of time looking at pictures and uh, it it was crazy how how much she had deteriorated, you know.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, And I just, I guess I didn't really realize it because I was with her every day. Right. And so uh, she had gotten so, so skinny. So and, frail.
0: She was so frail. I was so shocked when I saw her.
1: Yeah. She, her, her it's almost like she looked like a different dog even looking mm-hmm. back at pictures from like 2020 2021 mm-hmm. like she was she, she was a black dog you know yeah, but right. at the end she was like kind of brown right. she'd <laughs> you know
0: gray mm-hmm. she
1: yeah like she wasn't really black at all anymore she was just mm-hmm. this kind of like brown she was it had i called her a baby hyena because the mm-hmm. back of her hair would stand up on mm-hmm. her back just like the, just the top of it though mm-hmm. you know she'd lost all the hair on her ears uh, she had lost mo- mo- much of the hair on her legs, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it's crazy that like how much you know. I I guess I couldn't see it right, and I guess I wish. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. It's hard. Like when it's your pet, yeah, it's really hard because. You just wanna think positive, you don't know yeah. me i don't I don't think positive about anything, <laughs> but I just wanted to have positive feelings mm-hmm. about Kiki mm-hmm. and that like she was gonna be okay,
0: yeah, have a miraculous
1: recovery mm-hmm. um, I'm also left with like the hard feeling of should i have put her down sooner Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i know there at the end she was really not having she was having it she's having a hard time Mm -hmm. but of course in my brain it was like well what we have it's not even like oh the heart condition has you know it's not, we couldn't even just point at one thing, you know, Right. it wasn't like, she's like, okay, well, our heart condition is, you know, really bad now. We can't do anything about it. Right. It was like, oh, well, there's this and there's this and there's this and there's exactly. this. And it was kind of like, shit, well, maybe we, maybe it's not time. Maybe if I can just, cause I think I would also feel like shit if like I put her down and like, in yeah, hindsight, well, she could have had, had an infection that would have been cleared up.
0: You could, you would have always wondered about that. I think I, I know when we talked about it, when I was out there. You know that doubt, and I was like, "Mm -mm, "I'm not, I'm not going to push him one way or the other because you need to be okay in your heart, um, yeah, with your decision." And you know, I, from what I saw of Kiki, I don't think she was hurting. I think she could have been uncomfortable and maybe didn't feel well, but she never appeared to me to be in pain. Right. So. I mean, her and,
1: stomach was the biggest problem was is her stomach was was upset. And so, like I was trying to get yes. that solved,
0: and all the you medical know. professionals were all telling you that it was something else, you know, right They, they weren't saying that they thought it was time.
1: right. Um,
0: so I, I honestly, I think you made the absolute right decision. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's an answer to prayer that that she died the way she did. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I don't think you should look back and and regret anything. The only any thing I, I wish made. is,
1: I think I just, I wish I would have obviously like said goodbye that morning.
0: Well, she knows. I know. She knows. I mean, she's there in spirit with you right now. Yeah. Even I keep waiting
1: we're... for like a, a sign. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny when someone passes, I know mm-hmm. we're all like, okay, all right. You just give me a sign you're still here. (laughs) Just let me know. Uh Just let me. Just let me know you're still here. (laughs) Let me know you're still around the house. Come back to me. Is this? (sighs) Man, you will see signs. You will. Yeah, I know. I'm just waiting. I'm just missing her. I'm just missing her a lot. Of course. Of course. This one's gonna be a rough one, man. This is gonna be a real tough one to recover from, but. You got no option but to move forward, you know? That's
0: right. Mm-hmm.
1: So I just want to say thank you because <laughs> you guys always love Kiki so much.
0: Oh, and they love you, honey. You're dearly loved. And you've got a lot of support and you've got a lot of people to reach out to.
1: But y'all really just like love that dog so much. Like I, I don't think she could ever understand <laughs> how famous she was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she can understand how many people like most never met her, mm-hmm. but you just followed her story mm-hmm. on social media and the podcast and the radio shows. And like, I don't think she'll ever, she could ever comprehend mm-hmm. that obviously, but yeah. I wish she could. I mm-hmm. wish that like she could take that away to know like how many people like feel something about her leaving. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, one thing I know for sure, she knew that she was deeply, deeply, deeply loved. No question about that.
1: So just thank you for that. Thank you for caring. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to be on social media right now. Um, Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to see the comments. All of them make me cry. Mm -hmm. But I know most of you have reached out and I don't want you to think it's underappreciated because every single comment means something to me.
0: Yes. If are, I don't
1: get your message or if I don't, cause now I'm just, the problem is like, if you don't keep up, it's just like inundating. But like, mm-hmm. if I don't get a chance to like personally, like say, thank you. Mm-hmm. Honey, just think, thank you for loving her.
0: Yes. And I don't think anyone that's posting on there is doing it because they're expecting a response from you. <laughs> They just want you to know and feel the love they have for you and for Kiki. That's all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all I got to say today. That's it. Anything else, mom, you want to say? No quote. No No. no. no certified fan. No, I actually no. have a really cool certified fan story. You want to talk about like a, a, a glimpse of, of brightness in a very dark situation. We'll talk about that for Friday's show, but okay. um, anything you want to wrap this, this episode up with mom?
0: Just to say that, um, I love you and that you'll get through this and Kinky will always be a part of you and she'll always be with you. Just know that.
1: There's no way I'm going to be able to tell this story on the radio tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) There is no way. I'm going to be able to do this yet. I'm going to try to go back to work though because I think it would make me feel better and I'll have to figure out if I'll be able to tell it tomorrow or not. But thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here and just tell it the way I wanted to tell it and I feel good about it. And um, Thank you for listening to Certified Mama's Boy and we'll do it again tomorrow. Love you, Mom.
0: Love you forever, honey.